Welcome. Welcome. Welcome to the Geo Social Social Club. On this week's episode of Geo Social Social Club, I sit with one of my best friends, Zola, and discuss transitioning as a Black trans woman on dating apps. If they're immediately asking you for a picture of that thing, of that she stick, that part, it's probably a red flag, probably a no go. And navigating the primarily white spaces that come with dating apps. Um, it's just not appealing. And be warned, we don't hold back. You look like a fucking uncooked strip of bacon wrapped around a couple of sprigs of asparagus, bitch. Now let's start today's meeting. Hello, 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 all who are listening. Welcome to another episode of Geosocial Social Club. This episode, we have my lovely guest, a great friend of mine. It's actually been about a year since we have seen each other in person. Doesn't change. About a hey penny. <laughs> a hey penny. A hey penny. This is a new currency to me. Um, this is my great friend Zola. Hello, it's me. Um, I just want to say that I'm I'm so excited to be here, and um, within this segment of Geo Social Club. Wait, Geo Social Social Club. I done got the name wrong, child. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember. I don't remember telling you this was an ASMR podcast. It don't matter because I made it one. This is we are. We're coming here. We're making changes. Oh, okay. twenty twenty. This is the Biden Harris presidency. We're coming. We're coming to make a change. Okay. Fuck my drag. <laughs> Basically. No, no, I'm kidding. We're not contributing to a two party system anymore. Down with the republic. And this is why Zola here is here with me today um, because we're here to really get deep and dirty in some issues uh, regarding dating apps. Um, I don't know how deep some of y'all be on them dating apps saying bottom, the whole shallow. It's six inches in there. What you gonna do with that? I can confirm. It's it's a little rough. Like it, it, When you have a It'd be a rocky road. <laughs> It'd be a rocky They'd road. They'd be using that Pantene r- razor. Mm-mm. Gillette's on that cooch, mama. What's going on? <laughs> Fix it. Rocky Fix it, road. Jesus. Rock, rock, rocky road. Fix it, <laughs> baby. It's Jesus rolled the stone away. You done rolled it back into your coochie hole. <laughs> Stop. We're already... <laughs> this is only the beginning of the podcast, Zola. We... <laughs> We can't just force it in. We got to ease into it, okay? Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> How are you today? I'm good. It's been it's it's been a day. It's been a day. You know, there is not a day that goes by that, you know, there is not an obstacle or a hill that black trannies just have to climb. The Lord just keep putting them heels in our path. But that's why my ass so fat, because I got to climb them heels every day. Period. You'd be ready for any Olympic. Sure uh, do. Any Olympic sport, period. Sure do. I love it. Mm-hmm. But I'm glad you're here today. Like I said, it's been about a year since we've really <coughs> seen, seen each, each other, other in person. We talk all the time. Yes. Uh, about many things. About Honestly, about many of the issues that I want to talk about on this podcast. 
And um, I always pass by my um my Nikki ghostwriting verses to you. Yes. So Zola <laughs> Zola will start freestyling through FaceTime and just say the most left field shit to me. But it has to be an operative word. Because you know she it's only, always the right? rhyming the same word. ABCs. ABCs. ABCs y'all. She do be having no ABC raps, but they they get the girls together. Some girls don't even know they're ABC. Some girls can't spell. Period. Bell Calise. But I can't even spell that name. So let me stop talking. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, but we won't be rapping today. I want to oh, talk no, no. to you about your experiences on the dating apps. You know, the apps. And it's been a long journey. When did you first start getting on dating apps? <sighs> Oof. Well, tell the truth, shame the devil. Um, I was like 15 or 16 years old, but I think every app is a dating app, you know? Including, In a way. Yeah. 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 I remember the way I lost my uh, virginity. Um, Instagram messages had just came out. Oh, my God. Yes. And some trade, some trade had messaged me. He went to the school like two miles away in the next church. He went to Hillcrest, Lord Jesus. Oh, wow. I went to Hillcrest and he was like have you ever had sex before I said yeah lies lies Liza Minnelli Li- Liza Minnelli yeah and he took me in the back of that truck Lord put some lotion on that dick and you know kept it pushing until it wasn't nothing more to push <laughs> you said too much well, I lied get off get off <laughs> get, get off Lord Jesus um and I think I can't remember for the life of me exactly how we met but I feel like we had either seen each other around this is what I think I don't know if you regular like this I feel like we had seen each other around for ILMEA or something which if you guys don't know what that is is the Illinois Music Education Association yes um very white very white very white only I think everyone a in there was sprinkle positive. of colored folks at um such a prestigious event um and I think I remember you had messaged me on Grinder or something. And you oh, were I probably like, did. You were like, oh, my God, were you at ILMEA? And I was like, yeah, dot, dot, dot. You're like, oh, my God. Like, you were there. I was so, like, I would just see another black person. Because <laughs> there, there were none there. But you were like, you did a really good job performing. And I was like, thank you. And I don't know. We just kept talking. We did. I remember when I used Snapchat actively. Now, y'all. Y'all oh, bussy yeah. boppers be using that to send your nudes. No comment, because I'm not going to act like I don't. Don't do that. <laughs> I'm not one of the bussy bottoms, but the bussy. <laughs> I do be sending the nudes Photographs. on Snapchat. But yeah, which is, which is fine. The girls want to see. Sorry. The girls do want to see, they and do. they want to saw. They want to ride. They want to saw. <laughs> Um, But yeah, every app is a dating app. Snapchat, Instagram, Facebook, if you use the right, shoot. What else? What else is there? Twitter. Oh, my God. Twitter. Twitter is definitely a dating app. Twitter is a dating app. Well, now Facebook has that dating app uh, function. You ain't seen that? Facebook dating? What? (laughs) (laughs) Yo, that sounds 
horrifying. It's actually really funny. The way they do it is they'll show you how many mutual friends you have with the person, which they used to do on Tinder. And that used to send me. I do remember that. Do you remember that? Because also, when you had the best friends on Snapchat. Yeah. And you would be in high school, and just the talk of the tea or the school or the class and whatever would be like some nigga having some girl who is not his girlfriend. Oh, yeah, his best, best friend on, on Snapchat. <laughs> Yo, that was. Best friends on Snapchat really outed people. Oh, it did. It, it outed did. people. It also, too, was like. If people were already suspecting you and another person were dating and they saw your best friend was done, they'd be like, oh, so y'all, y'all talk, right? It. Y'all fucking. <laughs> Especially if you was gay out here. If, well, if you oh, were yeah. straight and you had a best friend on Snapchat that was known not to be, it was you was open. gay the next day. Yep. They know. They know. I mean, I, I think I tried to sneak my way onto Tinder at some point when I was in high school and it didn't work. So I didn't really like... I don't know. I didn't get like, I wasn't talking to other people about dating apps in high school. I wasn't really dating any, there was maybe one person I almost dated in high school. I was, there were some guys I slept with in high school. Yeah. And I met them on Grindr, which I shouldn't have been on Grindr. I was like 16 or so. There I was feel like, like we all were sick. Yeah. Because we didn't know what to do. It was the suburbs. Exactly. Like, where do you turn? Like, there was, like, a little community center that came, like, later when I was in high school for, like, it was open to queer youth. But, like, my ass was not about to go up there. Wait, and, where? Uh, it was out in, or like, it, it was called The Bridge, I think. <clears throat> Had no idea. Yep. It was, like, a queer youth center. Well, it wasn't, like, specifically for queer youth, but it was, like. A youth center that had a queer section. Right. And they had all these like open mic nights and stuff, and my friends were trying to get me to go, but I was like, I'm not gonna go embarrass myself. I was not no. gonna go out myself. Um, oh my god, you remember what else passed through the, the way and was forgotten to the ether? Hot or not? Do you remember? Oh hot wow, or not? that really. I feel like hot or not was one of the dating apps. It was the precursor to Tinder. It, it wasn't was even the a precursor to Tinder. You can message nobody on there. Oh my god, yeah. It was just, you would put your pictures on Hot or Not, and basically everyone within like a five mile, five mile radius, which was everyone in your high school, would rate you hot or not. I've never seen so many sad, lonely white girls cry at lunch before when they were allowed to get up on that phone, child, and look at their Hot or Not reviews. She, I would have cried too. <clears throat> they had 30 X's and two hearts. I said, damn. I mean, you're already so into, well, at least I'll speak for my damn self. I was very insecure in high school, so... I think everybody was. That was would have been terrible. No. Oh I was wearing God. Osiris shoes and cargo shorts, so I think I... And boat shoes, too. You know, I think we were all insecure. Ooh, we needed to be insecure about that fashion. That's right. I was, I was very much... Oh, my mom was still trying to force styles. Like, my mom really wanted me to date... Or she really, sorry, she really wanted me to dress like the guys she dated. So oh. I'm talking like boot cut jeans with rhinestones on the back. And she wanted me to wear like them shirts that have like eagles and stuff. All David, was, was, was your mama dating? It. Was your mama dating Trey? What's going she, on? She was dating Trey, I would say. Like she doesn't, like she wouldn't date hood niggas, but she would date like reformed hood niggas. Yes. That was her type. I would say the same. 
funny you say that. I remember my mom one time, we were in the car. She was talking about my police officer father. Not my phone ringing. Who is this? I don't know. <clears throat> but she was like, you know, me and your father just didn't get along. Like, I just came to realize that I really like street niggas. And I said, oh, if I ain't your daughter. <laughs> it's in the blood. It's in the blood. The blood of the lamb. Wash me clean. Amen. I mean, I, I think I definitely have my mother's taste in uh, people who do not appreciate us. Yes. But no. we're, we're both Aries and we love hard. I don't think we know how to not love hard. So we give everything to people. And I don't think all the time people are ready to give everything to us. I just think that's how the cookie crumbles a lot of the time, unfortunately. Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't make it hurt less, but no. that's just how it is. That is how it is. And, you know, you be finding love on Grindy, or you think, you know, especially when you're 16 years old. Oh, yeah. That 30-year-old man take you into the house at 3 a.m. a couple times, and he yeah. might yeah, put that work this, in you. I, we're meant to be together forever exactly that's what you think that's what you think that i do i in the future i definitely want to have like a round table mm-hmm. discussion with people who are on grinder at young ages and kind of like really talk about the issues that come from that but like also i see if we can solve problems i i think a, f- uh, a couple of weeks ago i actually got in an argument with somebody on tiktok right mm-hmm. oh i remember you called me and told me about this yeah like Someone had made a TikTok and they included one of my um, TikToks that I had made when I was I, I, I in the TikTok I had said me when I was in Grinder a, a Grinder hookup that I had in high school. Now at the time I actually was eighteen, mm-hmm. but I didn't specify that, so that really didn't help the case. But I had made a joke about you know some guy in me had hooked up and he was about to leave and I was going to give him a kiss, and he said I'm not that gay. Oh, no, 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 yeah. I remember you told me this story, too. This story and he had what, gagged you because he had bent it over and busted it open. Really? I was like, you really just were anally penetrated, and that wasn't the gay part? <laughs> it's the kissing? <laughs> it's the kissing that does it for me. So, I mean, that was his life. But I made a t- uh, TikTok poking fun at that, and... Mm-hmm. Someone had found it like months later and made a TikTok basically saying um, people who make TikToks uh, referencing them being young on Grinder or young people who are on Grinder making TikToks um, are toxic and it's not good for the community and they shouldn't make that content. We don't want to see it. Keep it in the drafts type stuff. And when I was first watching it, I actually kind of sided with him I was like yeah it's like probably maybe not a good thing Mm -hmm. but then I got the thinking and I was like wait a minute this is victim blaming this is actually that is victim blaming victim blaming that's not creating space and there and you're spending time and effort to point fingers at the people who are subject to issues larger issues within the gay community and larger issues of being young on the internet and you're telling them hey you should just be quiet rather than uh, using your efforts to really tackle the giant, you know, the older men who talk to these young people on apps, the fact that it's so easy on these apps to be a young person and get access, mm-hmm. you know? The but, fact that there are no other alternatives for, like, especially queer kids, queer black kids who don't really have any oh, other yes. options to, like, you know, incite community, because that's what we're really looking for. 
Really? To be quite honest. And, you know, sometimes... I mean, kids... Here's the thing. Kids are going to have sex. Exactly. That's the thing. Kids are going to have sex. Exactly. Um, and what I was trying to... I Because I made a response, and when I tried to get across to that person, I was like, you know, we need to have more open discussions about this so kids can understand I shouldn't, I shouldn't be here, and maybe I should look for other ways... Um, because if you just tell somebody not to do something, that doesn't mean they're not going to do it. No, absolutely. It's And it's hard to, like, convince a 16-year-old, 15-year-old, 14-year-old who's on Grinder not to do it because, you know, everyone else is. Exactly. And there are no other options. And, you'd like, when there are only six queer or gay kids in your school and, you know, you don't want to be fucking none of them because a quarter of them are your sis yeah you don't want to don't fuck your sisters don't like, fuck your sisters uh-uh. no no what are we gonna or do bump purses bump purses girl <laughs> make the change jump out the hay penny um where the hell is this hay penny from this is brand new to me it, later 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 <laughs> say what you say um but there just aren't any other options for like you know queer youth who just don't have a lot of access to other queer youth to you know find community or each other like honestly I won't say that you know I wasn't just I wasn't excited for the sex part of Grindr at 16 because it definitely was mm-hmm. definitely like oof finna get this bussy bop sneak out at 3am come back go to the park slang little neck come back mama never knew <laughs> you not you being like a ninja <laughs> <laughs> no, I was definitely climbing out of my window. And yeah, sneaking through the night. I oh, mean, yeah. Well, yeah. I've definitely snuck out of the house to meet a gentleman. Or we'll say a gentleman. A gentleman. A gentleman. In a unmarked vehicle. And not in an unmarked I'm vehicle, <laughs> not the white man. Um No, yeah, like it happens and also too i was trying to tell that person like the way people deal with their trauma is the way they deal with their drama if Mm -hmm. they're poking fun at it let them poke fun at it um it's not for you to dictate whether it's appropriate for them to do so Mm -hmm. 100 percent um and so yeah i want i would in the future and you're totally welcome to join i want to do round table of young people who were on or people who were young on grinder and to talk about some of those things but today one thing i really wanted to talk to you about is becoming a woman oh yeah while on dating app so first how did things change for you on dating apps well i offered a lot more money you said the checks got bigger. <laughs> the checks got bigger. <laughs> the stacks. The stacks they were stacking and the things were thinking, child. So money offers. Yeah, definitely a lot. So so much, so many more once you're perceived. Well, they were already there because like even on like Grindr as a 16-year-old, I was such like a femme, like mm. perceived as such a hard femme that men were like, oh, baby girl, princessa like what you doing where you going how much I gotta throw at you to make it that thing thing right so once I just like 
just accepted and fell into like my identity and being comfortable with that things changed like almost immediately to be quite honest because like you suddenly are like not a rarity in a sense but you know like there's like you know for every 50 men on grinder like three trannies yeah and you know for every three trannies there are 10 faceless profiles that are trade looking for the three looking trans. for TS like that exactly. literally their bio will just say looking for, for TS. TS BBC for TS basically literally literally and it it's it's so it's it became like extremely strange and there's like not the realization kicked in quickly that people that used to hook up with me on Grinder were no longer going to do that because, you know, oh. she was she was feeling she was feeling her I've puts. never even thought about that. Oh, no, absolutely. No, people stopped having sex with me because they're like, oh, girl, a girl. Basically. Basically. And that's all fine, well and good. Like, you know, I mean, this pussy still pops the same. I would say it gets better with age, like a fine wine or cheese. But if you don't want to partake, you know, you don't got to take a bite. Um, Honestly, yeah. Like, I, I'm i glad that I myself am over the phase where, like, if somebody doesn't want me, I don't care. No, literally. Let's keep going. Let's keep going. To be quite honest. I'll but wake up tomorrow. Exactly. Perfectly the same. Perfectly fine, really. Exactly. You know what? That person may not wake up tomorrow because this pussy is Shangri-La. This pussy might have saved your Not life. a wonder of the world. <laughs> <laughs> sure the fuck <laughs> is, babe. Um, but no, definitely such such huge, huge difference in people being so much more aggressive to you as like a woman mm-hmm. on Grinder, And also just like, this has been my experience. I don't know why, but I know so many other girls who have just been like banned or just like reported consistently really? like yeah oh absolutely just because like they don't want to have sex with men or like they aren't interested in a man or they just don't respond to a man like i have received the craziest messages on grinder like just from men who are pissed off because i don't respond to them or just because like i don't want well that's definitely i them. definitely see that as being like insecurity i feel like they're not willing to admit their attraction to trans women and so they put themselves out there and when they don't get the desired result they immediately get angry very that i mean also just like a lot of chasers so like the chasers will want you the chasers will try they'll message you 16 times they'll be like i'll give you 50 dollars to bust it back baby 50 dollars ain't enough child not for these bills no do you know how much verizon is to, to to pay for the phone that you're trying to exactly. message me on so you know how much it costs. Exactly. Baby, you need to pay for this phone line so Run I can it. call the Uber. Okay. Baby girl. Um, but super aggressive. Super, super, super aggressive. Like, threats, like, degradation. Wait, what the fuck? Degradation. Lord Jesus, I can't talk. But just, like, really wild, out of the box, out of pocket shit coming from men who were just, like, emasculated or feel insecure because they got ignored simply ignored simply ignored like oh you stupid dumb tranny bitch you don't even know me i remember i used to send men like that little meme of me with a gun yes i love that yeah 
uh, like anytime they would send me like unsolicited nudes, I would like send that what I mean with the gun. And so many of them started responding like, oh, I'll find you and I'll show you what uh what a real gun look like, little bitch. Like shit like that. Oh wow. And I was like, Oh, well <laughs> Well, it's time I leave. I don't got my new Glock with a blue billy on there, but if I did, I would let that thing, I would let that thing thang on you, baby. This is just the front, and you right, but you don't gotta, you don't gotta clock me like that. I just don't want, I just don't want to talk to you, and that shouldn't be, you know, warranting of a, uh, a death threat. Basically, yeah. It's in, at the end of the day, I think somebody. At the end of the day, I think sometimes people forget it's an app. Yeah. And granted, many of the things I think we do in dating apps, we wouldn't do in person. No, literally. And I think it has to do with, like, the way men view trans women as well. Like, there's already such an animosity towards women coming from, like, a male perspective just because of, like, patriarchy. Mm -hmm. But then you add on the layer that, like, oh, I'm a man seeking out a trans woman and, you know... This person is someone who I perceive to be lesser than or lower than lower than I. And then you get rejected by that person. You're like, oh, well, it doesn't really matter anyway if I like aggress you or like am potentially violent to you or say just really horrible things to you because I feel like you don't matter. Yeah. I mean, I don't understand the logic of a lot of men to seek out and fantasize about women yet not respect them in any sense it confuses me to no end i mean because a lot of men are taught to navigate courting a woman or talking to a woman by behaving as if they are entitled to their time and their space and their bodies as well and when you tell them that they're not entitled to that you know they respond quite uh childlike actually they throw tantrums and they want to harm you so on and so forth it's just like girl i'm not a toy box this is not this is not your poly pocket that you got from mcdonald's you can't just you can just just dress me up no you can just pick me up and play with me whenever you want to that's not you don't have a right to do so and on top of that if you think you're about to get a happy meal you are 100 percent wrong 100% 100% wrong. Baby girl, this is going to be a misery meal. Misery business. <laughs> if, I knew the word, if I knew the words to that song, I would sing it. I don't. The way I used to sing that in middle school, <laughs> I would be in the halls belting. Wow. Um, no kidding. <laughs> I'm not going to sing it. I'm not going to sing it. Um, we're going to take a little bit of a break, but we'll be right back. I promise. back after a long discussion about accents yes. which had absolutely nothing to do with this podcast so I did yes. not record it <laughs> um, I'm stop doing that Nigerian accent for the Nigerians here and be like I don't want people thing. angry in my comments okay angry the Nigerians get really mad exactly they got that juju not that they nope. will send the no, demons no 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 the demons will come get you <laughs> and then your son will not be a doctor no <laughs> We leave, leave that at the door. Ma'am, leave that at the door. We are at Geo Social Social and Club. And your son will marry a Jamaican. 
So maybe Zola, tell us a little bit about you being a child of the diaspora. A nigger? Uh, in 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 less elegant terms, yes. Absolutely. No, I. When I think about my blackness and my experience as like a black American woman, like I really, really do think that the correct ethnic term or the closest thing we have to it is like being a nigga. Like I can't describe my experience, my mm-hmm. blackness in any other way, shape or form, except like the experience. I'm finna burp. I drank all that water. Do it. I'll edit it out. Oh my God. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> uh, I'm a woman. <laughs> Anywho. Um, no, I can't describe my experience of like blackness and knowing that heritage and inheritance of like that blackness and like the di- the diasporic experience other than being like a nigga and that like sounds funny or like sounds like strange in some way shape or form because like ah like you know well to people who don't understand it to people course. who don't understand it and then there's like the argument of like well I am also black but I'm not black American like I've been called a nigga like I always love to ask people the question mm-hmm. if they are like you know Puerto Rican Dominican African blah 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 did your mama, did your grandmama, did your auntie, did your uncle ever call you a nigga growing up? Well, no. Then you probably shouldn't be using it. You probably shouldn't be using it. I very much so, like, believe and know that being, like, a nigga is an inherited experience from, you know, generations past. Mm-hmm. And it's not an experience that everyone has. Like, I'm not going to run around being, like, <clears throat> if I was Dominican. I'm not Dominican. But if I was Dominican... I want to run around like claiming that I have all the experiences and cultural knowledge of like someone who's Nigerian because I'm black or access to that culture. It works the same. It definitely works the same. And I, one things I love, one of the things I love about you is you are extremely outspoken. And I think that especially now since quarantine, I think everyone's been more outspoken, but I feel like you've had even more opportunity to to be more outspoken. And you had an amazing speech at the, what was it, the Chicago Drag March? It was that, yes. Yes. And, you know, I wanted to talk more or at least a little bit more on your viewpoints of how, honestly, Grindr has become such a white space, I feel. Um... Yes. A lot of the time. It's, I, I remember seeing a joke on Twitter, uh, and it was a picture of Grinder and Scruff. And it was like, do I choose the racist gays or do I choose the DL niggas? Um, that should have been Scruff and Jacked. No, it, it, was, it was Jacked. It That's was what Jacked? It was. Oh. It was, it was, yes. was Grinder and Jacked. And like, do I choose the racist gays or the DL niggas? Um, and so I want to get your views on like, how how has the white space that grinder can be affected you because i can i can name quite a few myself but um it's just not appealing in any way shape or form i think that's why jack is so like filled with niggas specifically just because mm-hmm. like it's so saturated with black people right and unless you're a coon, you really have no implicit desire to go looking around for some white cock. Right. Who doing that? Coons. 
coons, y'all, y'all coons. I have, I have no options. <laughs> it's like no, no, no. That's not. That's yeah. No, I understand that. Like, if you don't got no options, you don't. Got that's the struggle. That's the struggle I have because I felt that tweet because I was like, okay, because all of the DL men in DeKalb are on jacked. No, absolutely, I. And they want to have immediate sex and they don't want me to see who they look I like how they look before before meeting at all and i'm Maybe like how is some, that sometimes they wear that ski mask really though you will never know who i you am i swear to god <laughs> i don't care if there is an epidemic out. going on you will never know you'll never see you'll never see my face before you give me covid um per period sucking dicks through the mask uh, just trying their best but it's it's it i I feel like I've become numb to it to an extent on Grindr. Mm-hmm. Um, but almost earlier when we were talking about like some of the aggression that you've gotten as a trans woman, of course my aggression is different, but I've gotten similar aggression just for being black. And a lot of times it's not even, it's not, it's different cause it's not the rejection aspect. It's just like existing. It's like, I've definitely, I've definitely gotten messages of somebody just like straight up out of nowhere being like, you're a nigger. Um, we don't need you on this app. You should get off. Yeah. Or like if if I decline somebody's offer, I have been called the N-word. No. I definitely experienced that more when I was like living in the suburbs in high school, but not in the city, to be quite honest. Like I see it once in, once in a blue moon. And it's like not even like reaching out and being like, "Ah, oh, you nigger tranny bitch," but it's like right, right. it's how whiteness affects like the spaces around you. Like sometimes when you see that faceless profile that says BBC Four TS, you open up the profile and in the description it says "White TS is only." What you what? Yeah, I've seen that with like BBCs. So you know, I walk up to the door, and <laughs> I'm seeing it says. No black guys. No black. Oop, let me leave. No black. Look, that reminds me, I was actually talking to my friend about this today. Um, this is one of the craziest grinder messages I've ever gotten in my life. Now, mind you, this is like one or two years ago. Mm-hmm. I get a message. First, the, there was actually three messages. Two of them were pictures of this man's asshole. Um, and he captioned it with you understand the importance of practicing your black supremacy and ownership of white slaves oh oh girl let me tell you (laughs) um just being someone who is like been involved in and partaken in sex work before and Mm -hmm. also being not only a black trans woman but a tall black trans woman at that the wildest things come out of white men's oh, mouths. Yeah. Like, what? I just sent, I just got a message like that. I'm, I'm pulling out receipts. my phone, people. Um, It was so crazy. I was like, Lord Jesus, we were just talking about possibly fucking. I didn't even know this man was white until I really figured it out. I had to look. Um, He said, I'd like to be on my knees at your feet. I'd love to suck your superior black cock until it explodes on my face. Did he happen to have written the Fifty Shades of Grey novel? I don't know. I don't. <laughs> I'm really not sure. But so many of those experiences, like so many, like 
white men who really just see you as like you know a play toy really a play toy as like a sexual a fetish. a fetish as a sexual object and who really just push upon this narrative of like you being a black woman therefore I need you to be this dominating completely not really controlling belittling degrading presence over me to satiate and fulfill what it really is like is some insecurity or desire for like you know weird racialized gratification well i feel like in a lot of ways many people only like black women at their absolute strongest or their absolute weakest so they either love a black woman who is you know in charge and is so inspiring quotation marks because wow a black woman in a position of power crazy we love you queen or they love you at your absolute weakest they have to tear you down question everything you do absolutely um to make themselves feel more legitimate yeah yeah a lot of it's about shame like a lot of these men like that will hit you up on the on the sites the girls use to find the men who want to hit them up for the coin will have these positions of power that are very high up and very illustrious and all these great things. They have the shining golden ticket into privilege and monetary success, but they know they have to work for that shit. They know that they were given these things. And a way that they feel good or like are validated by that or just feel like they are balancing out that really, really fucked up like privilege they were deemed with is by preying on black T.S. cock. It's it's bad. And like... It's bad. A lot of times I've, I felt... I feel terrible because I, I walk into situations where like the person just seems cool mm-hmm. and it'll either be like the middle of sex or like out of nowhere and while you're like, messaging. Give me that like, big man yeah, dingo nigger big, dick. Basically, I want that damn. big black dick. You like that white ass? I'm like, what? I came here for the chicken. (laughs) I don't know. Baby girl. I didn't didn't order that. No, no, ma'am. Where's my beef pepper steak? I want a refund. I want a refund immediately. I want to speak to the manager. I'll be calling my bank, okay? Maybe I'll be calling. And it's genuinely out of pocket. And I think a lot of people... I think it's weird because some white men do think it's a compliment and which, oh, no, yeah, which shows do. the awareness that they know that black people are considered outside of, uh, I guess, the popularity of Grindr. Mm-hmm. It shows that they're aware of it and they think that it's a compliment for them to be like, I choose you today. Like, no. No. Like me for me, not just because I am a black man who presume you presume has a big penis that you want to play with. There's more to me. Yes, we're not in the business of getting to know me more, but have the decency to treat me like a person. And also the audacity that you think I would care or have the time to speak to you on any level whatsoever. Unless there is a coin attached to your message. We want the dollars. We want the dollars. Don't tire yourself to our time. It's not worth it. I promise you. We don't want it. Whatsoever. No. We do not want your botched, stretch, open, gaping, rose, budding asshole, bitch. We do not want it looking like 
the fucking naked mole rat off of fucking Kim Possible, bitch. No. We do not want that. You look like a fucking uncooked strip of bacon wrapped around a couple of sprigs of asparagus, bitch, waiting to be broiled. Shut up. All right, on to the next question. This is my (laughs) final question for you. Now, in recent years, the violence against trans women Mm -hmm. has become exponential, I would say, and has finally been considered an epidemic. But I believe many black people in the queer community already knew it was a problem before it was labeled a problem. Um, I want to ask you, has this epidemic become something that has made you more scared to be on dating apps or more insecure about your security yes and no like i really try to i try to really 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 use my discernment and my best judgment so on and so forth not to say that like other girls are not doing the same like that is so totally not to the the assertion that I'm making or trying to ascertain whatsoever, but just really like looking for those like red flags, like within, you know, what would those red flags be? Cause I, I have, I honestly have no idea. Um, the faceless profiles. Um, if they're immediately asking you for a picture of that thing, of that she stick that part that part it's probably a red flag probably a no-go mm-hmm. this is the person who's going to fetishize you and literally see you as not a human being but an object right and they will treat you like an object that can be disposed of um so that's one thing but it's definitely strange being within a place or like existing in a place sometimes where they're like growing into like your trans sister not everyone can clock your tea but you know you may be working a retail job and somebody come in with grinder on the app and you hear the do 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 and you're like oof well we found him we found him we found him i'm in i'm in um so it's also interesting in that way because again since there aren't many like women on grinder um, and most of the women are trans women. When you interact with like cis gay men on just like, you know, not even like as an acquaintance on some way, shape or form, like it's just like another conversation to have or just like something to be wary or aware of in general. And then it's just like men who are literally out here stalking, harassing, monitoring you, creating new profiles every other week to message you, like... Yes, I've seen it. It gets it gets so ridiculous. So I'm just like, do you get tired of doing this every week? Do you get tired of doing this every week? And it used to make me feel like unsafe, blah, 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 blah. I've had a man message me be like, I seen you at Columbia where I go to college or like I've seen you on the train I've seen you walking home blah 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 like you live so close to me like you could just 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 come let me let me suck your dick it's like lord Jesus well fellas there's nothing more unflattering to a woman than you saying you know exactly where she is and where she goes at all times 
no. I, I will never for the life of me understand when somebody messages, oh yeah, I just saw you at blank or I see you here. Like there's nothing more uncomfortable than knowing you've been spied on. Like, no, literally when I worked at Apple, like niggas will come in there, faces profiles again. They would classic. either see me or meet me at Apple, find me on Grinder, be like, I didn't one. know you was the TS. And I'll be like, well, goddamn. Um, firstly, not a secret. Secondly, why, why, why would you think it's a good idea to be like, oh, I saw you working at your job, and I'm so glad I found you on here because I thought of you the whole day. It's. I mean, it's weird because it's like, hey. I'm going to be weird to you for a little bit. Mm-hmm. And also, I know exactly where you work. Yes. And exactly what you look like. Yes. Like, oh my God, there's nothing. Oh, uh, it's horrifying. No, yeah. I mean, like, people don't think about the fact that, like, Grinder like, uses geolocation. Like. Geosocial Social Club. Geosocial Social Club, yes. Um, And although it's, like, you know, within a radius or a diameter or, like, you know, a general, like, distance of how close you are within proximity to another person like people be using that shit to find people yes they really do and it can be it can just be dangerous being like black and trans and on a dating app just in general like not even using grinders like the pinnacle of like danger but like just other places as well like yeah i feel like there's really no safe spaces for any trans woman regardless mm-hmm. of color and background it's it's and god difficult. forbid you trying to make use it to make a little coin they will or even if you're not like the amount of times like that i've experienced i was banned on tinder for like i've heard that a lot i've heard a lot of trans women being like i just randomly was, was banned. banned on tinder and it'll be because like a nigga will like me on tinder and be like oh you a you you got that T.S. cock. I ain't even interested in no T.S. report for like false information profile. And for what? Profile. Like what? Yeah. No. It's like it is not my responsibility to make sure you're able to clock me. That's not it. That's not That's not what we're doing here. Also. And I'm just like you can read it. Like it's, it's, it's there. It says queer trans woman. Hello. How you doing? Nice to meet you. It's it's an issue I wish was spoken about more, and hopefully I will have the opportunity to speak to more trans women on this podcast about mm-hmm. it. But I really do hope that through this podcast that people really question the environment of dating apps sometimes and yeah, how we contribute to these things. Yeah. You know, it's no reason that trans women can't look for love or feel love. safe looking for. You said, I don't know about, I don't all, know that. about all that child. We are not looking for love. But like, these apps are, are meant to be for everybody, meant for people to socialize and fall in love. But I feel like it's not made to be a safe space for just everybody. No, actually, I have found love on Grindr, which was highly unlikely, but I did. Right. Yes. Well, look at you. I know. I'm an anomaly. And I'm an, an I know that's an right. 
An anemone. <laughs> Not this. Uh-uh. What's a nugget to me? <laughs> All right, with that, you know that Falakuti song. I do not, <laughs> girl. I don't know when you put the accent on. I tune out. I don't know what's going on. I leave and I wait for you to finish and then I come back. The demons <laughs> coming to get you. Your son will never be a doctor. <laughs> never be a lawyer. Zola, thank you so much <laughs> for coming on my podcast today. Is there anything you would love to plug? There's so much you can plug. Go with it. Um, Sure. I do a couple things in terms of like organizing in the good old city of Chicago. 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 It's a city that's exciting. It's a city that's inviting. It's a city, city different woman just, just like, like me. me. It's a lady calling Michigan. Michigan. I think I'm really fitting, fitting in. in. <laughs> <laughs> this city is my favorite cup, cup of tea. tea. Chicago. Chicago. Oh, Lord. Um, anywho, you can find those lovely organizations um, on the internet. Um, for Instagram, for Swoon, it's Swoon Chicago. For Molasses on Instagram, it is Molasses Chicago. Um, you can find us on Facebook as well, searching those, you know, words separately. Put a space in there if you like. Um, and you can find me on Instagram at Blown Out Bussy. Same thing on Twitter, but with a zero for the first O. Um, what the fuck else do I have? Child, Please don't tell them me. your Twitter name. Oh, it's Blown Out Bussy. Everything's Blown Out Bussy. No, 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 no. Oh, it's T.S. Coochie Gordita Crunch. That will live rent free in my brain <laughs> till I leave and you know what? this godforsaken earth. I made it up at one of the Netflix like watch parties for like people who are like, you know, separated. So you can watch all at once with a little commentary. And they were like, put your name. And it, it doesn't have a character limit. So I was like, right. T.S. Coochie Gordita Crunch Rap Supreme. Per. Per. And a star was born. <laughs> Thank you again so much for coming. Of course. Uh, we are going to hang out after this and have an amazing time. And I hope that you guys come back to the Geo Social Social Club because we would love to have you. Keep an eye out for the next episode and catch you next time. Yes. <laughs>